Hello and welcome to another edition of the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about the month of February. I'm your host, Bobby Peace, joining me live and in color, not as always, but as a week old, the gamer on the go, Chase Kinnicky, and the gamer uh, that we allow to be here, Johnny Amazich. Hi, thanks for having me. Very cool. uh, I, I think you all should be coming through. I'm hoping that you're coming through on uh, the desktop audio that I got set up. We learned our lesson last time. Johnny, can you at least let me know if I've not fucked up royally already? I, I can hear us talking. Can you hear me talking? It's on a delay, so. <laughs> this is great, great stuff. Mm, yes, this is. Very good. Am I coming through, Johnny? Yeah, we all sound oh. good. Great. Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, let's have a podcast. Let's have a podcast. Uh, this is a, a weekend to doing the show live. Um, this is a, the first time we're going to tell you about one of our monthly preview episodes, which might be, I know that we say that like the deep dives might be our favorite. Those are really cool, but I think this is my favorite episode that we do. And uh, I like this one because we look behind at what we enjoyed. And we look ahead at things that we might like. Uh, we're going to try and add a little bit of zest to the show tonight. We're going to add a little bit of the videos behind us so you can see what we're talking about. Chase does an incredible job putting all the notes together for these episodes. He gets links and descriptions and he puts some little quips in there that make me laugh when I read those. And he does a nice job getting these uh, monthly previews together. And he, he really runs the show on uh, the previews. But... Um, with that being said, before we get too far down the line, I just want to do a quick check. How are you guys doing? Everything good on your end? We got our first snow here in St. Louis, which was a big deal. Yeah, I got to drive. Uh, first snow that's stuck. We, yeah. We've had there. snow, but like this is, it's on the ground. You can see it now. Yeah. Which is cool. I yeah. was driving 20 miles an hour on the highway back to my office earlier today. Twenty. You drove 20 miles worth of highway or are you going that fast? 20 miles per hour. Oh, uh, my, my, one of my friends sent me, uh, one of his like doorbell cam footages. Somebody just straight up drove through his yard today, took oh, out no. a sign and everything. <laughs> Jeez. It was wild. Uh, hopefully no one was hurt. Yeah. I, I mean, they, it seemed like they were fine. They got the hell out of there pretty quick. Um, so, uh, you're both good. That's great. I'm happy. I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm doing fine over here in my, in my humble abode. Uh, we but, figured. Yeah, it's it's just given at this point in time. Yeah. I'm on vacation, but I mean, I'm very happy. I have no issues whatsoever. Oh, where are you going for vacation? Nowhere land, maybe. Well, I mean, I've gone a lot of places online. I've been in space a few times. Uh, I've been to Canada a few times. It's been it's been a fun little getaway. Not bad. Ten out of ten would recommend traveling this way. Um, but let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we were been playing before. We get caught up in what's to come. Chase, I've been itching ever since you and I got together on Everspace. And mm -hmm. you, you put a little nugget out there that you have played a game that you've been wanting to play for some time. You teased me. You wouldn't give me anything else. Said you've never talked about it on the show. Tonight, we're going to hear about this game. So Tonight's the night? Tonight's the night, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were playing um, Everspace, like you said. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I was asking you about, or like st potentially struggling with, kind of asking you a little bit, uh, is just orient orienting yourself in space. 
like the orientation stuff can be difficult when you can just fly upside down and especially when you're in space what is up or down it can be it can be a little disorienting exactly so i told you i had a game that i was playing that also could be relatively disorienting because of how it works and i'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about gravity rush Dude, you guys I was wondering if, yeah, I own with it. Gravity Rush. I've okay. never played it. I played the demo. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Gravity Rush 2, right? That's the, are you, you, I'm playing the first one, but yes, they have made a second one. There, I played the demo for the second one, and I ended up buying the second one, but never played it. So I know a little bit, not a lot, about what's going on with it. But I want to hear about it, man. This yeah. is awesome. Well, it's anime adjacent, so you know I know you're already Fair. excited. Fair. <laughs> Um, let me tell you a little story about me and Gravity Rush. So Gravity Rush, if you aren't aware, I believe was a launch title for the best console of all time, the PlayStation Vita. And I owned uh, a PlayStation Vita. Um, and I, and I did not play this game. (laughs) This is, this is the first time I've played this game despite owning it on the PlayStation Vita because uh, I, I'm sure this is okay to talk about now, um, but friend of the show, Nick Sutner, yeah, who yeah. Uh, at, big, at the time, time would, oh, big time friend. Uh, he's been on Gamers on the Go. I've met him in person a couple times at some PAXs. Um, in fact, this story is about meeting Nick Sutner, I think for the first time at, at PAX. And this was like almost a decade ago at this point. Well, whenever the PS uh, PlayStation uh Vita came out. So, what was that? 2012. Shut up, Johnny. I just said, who knows? Like, that was a rhetorical thing. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, Johnny. Come on. All people should know. I should know, but I I don't. I haven't done my research. Anyway, um, I was talking to him at PAX. He was working at Sony at the time, and he was asking me how I enjoyed my my Vita because I showed it off. Hey, I just got this. Um, cause I wanted to play persona, persona Four golden on it. And he's like, Oh, well, what else are you playing? I was like, not much. Cause these memory cards cost a billion. They were, they were a ton back then, right? They, they were so expensive. expensive and they were proprietary. You could only use them on Vita. Like it, it wasn't even the, the, the way um, it should oh, be. what was Sony's, what was Sony's card format that they had that wasn't SD cards. Memory stick. Yeah, the yeah. UMD, was it UMD? Was, that's right. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 UMD was the the discs for PSP. Yeah, but they had like for for general Sony memory stick duos for what you using your like digital cameras or stuff like that. But only Sony stuff because it was super proprietary, and everyone else yeah. used SD cards because they weren't fucking crazy. <laughs> um, anyway, so this this wasn't even the memory stick duos. This was its own format. And, oh, no. and he, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. They're they're really expensive. Um, you know what? Let me see what I can do. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so had a great time at PAX. Got back to my my apartment, and uh, about a week later, there was a package from from Nick Sutner, and said, hey, hope you hope you were able to store some more games on this. And it was a a, a bigger memory card. And uh, it was just uh, he, he sent a, a small handful of, of some games, which was super nice of him. And I think I can't remember what was in the package at the time, uh, but I know one of those was Gravity Rush. Oh, one of them was um, 
not nine nine nine, but uh, Virtue's Last Reward, the the second one. Uh, I also haven't played that. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Um, so he sent me yeah, he sent me some PS he sent me some Vita games. I didn't play any of them, but I very much enjoyed the uh, the memory card and uh, and then ended up absolutely adoring the Vita. Um, so I felt bad that I that I'd never played Gravity Rush because it seems really cool. They remastered it on on consoles a while ago. They had a second game came out come out that I heard was pretty popular and was even better than the first game. And uh, I think they both were on sale relatively recently for like uh, like Sony PSN had like an under twenty dollars sale, and they both were up there. So I said, you know what, screw it, let's let's do this, let's buy some games and and play some stuff. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I played I played the very first Gravity Rush game. I didn't finish it. It's it's relatively short from what I see. It's like 10, 11 hours long. If you kind of just keep it isn't the pretty second steady one's on the main a little story. bit bigger than I mean like they really Second one's well. much bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Second one's much bigger and apparently much smoother. I have not I haven't even played the demo of the second one, so I know very little other than what people have told me. But uh the first game it's solid. It's I I, I mean part of it Part of it feels like a Vita game where, you know, I'm playing this sure. with a, with the, the dual sense and I'm like, oh, look, look at all this power I have. And right. it goes, yeah, we don't need any of that. We're, we're fine. Like we're, we're a pretty old ass video game at this point. Um, Do your you worst, don't need Chase. to worry about Do super smooth controls and shit like that. But uh, it actually it actually works pretty well. So Gravity Rush is a is a 3D platformer. Yep. And. The cool gimmick about it is that at any time you can turn off the gravity. You can you can float just in midair, and then you can make gravity whatever direction your cursor is pointed in. So now you can make the wall of ground, and then you fly over, and because now you're falling onto the ground that at one time was the wall. It's nuts. It's cool, and. And they gate that by having a little meter of if you're not in normal gravity, if you're not going down and going to the correct gravity, the original gravity, then that's taking away from a meter. So you can only play with the gravity so long before you have to go back to the so, standard original gravity. So they put out new gravity, but then they always make you refer to gravity classic. Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Sounds heavy. Gravity 2 was not popular. They had to go make gravity classic um and and this game is basically just a lot of ways to play with that gimmick and it's it's pretty solid it's it's you're going around a hub world that you are trying to bring back it's it's kind of this this world that's been broken off this city that's kind of been broken off into different pieces and it's kind of trying to get those pieces to, to come back together absolutely i mean it's it does. It has an anime look, uh, but it also, you know, is a three D modeled look. I, I feel like it, it's very close to some Devil May Cry kind of uh, art direction, especially in the backgrounds and the city itself, where it feels not quite gothic, but there's a lot of a lot of brick going on, a lot of uh, industrial, um, like industrial London kind of look to it. It's and the, then, the original Genshin Impact. No. It is. No, sure. no it's not. It Let's is. Go with no, I, I would not say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the gameplay is pretty simple. Like the, the, They had a really great gimmick with the gravity thing 
everything else is is pretty bog standard where it's hey here's some races and the cool thing about the races is you can play with the gravity while you're doing the races um hey collect five of these things they're floating out in the world the cool is thing is that you can use your gravity Super powers. mario uh not sunshine but uh the one that just came out re- they, that has a sequel oh my god why can't i think of it super mario 3d Odyssey. world oh 3d Odyssey. world not Odyssey, the the planetary one where you're jumping off planets. Galaxy, galaxy. Yeah, this is just Super Mario Galaxy, but anime. Mm, no, hey, yeah. I get where you're. I get where you're going with that, but no, it's it's much more locked to its kind of hub world, and you can go to some different areas, but eventually you will get lock those areas back into the main main place, um, and, and you get these crystals that are kind of everywhere. There's a bit of a crackdown vibe to it because you can just see these. They're called precious gems. You can find these precious gems that are, oh, this one's on a rooftop. What if I turned off gravity and then turned it up? So now I'm flying up and now I can fly over to that uh, to that building and pick up those precious gems. Um, or you, you get precious gems from doing the races or you get precious gems from doing sure. story missions. You get precious gems all the time and you can spend those to either Chase. get new attacks uh, stronger attacks. What's up? You're a precious gem. Uh, thank you, thank you, Bobby. I appreciate that. I'll take that to my grave. Um, and, and then the best thing, the thing you should first do, is spend your precious gems on making that meter last longer and and okay. um, and and uh, replenish faster. So I, I gotta say, despite it being a pretty standard. 2012 game according to Johnny um, it's because <laughs> oh, right. Johnny wasn't a fan came out in 2012 as you correctly pointed out um, you, have, you have to be a know-it-all <laughs> oh. um, so I, despite I, being a, a pretty up? standard video game yeah I think it does I think the, the gravity gimmick makes it interesting despite sure. being pretty standard or even substandard in a lot of other places um that being said, I'm really looking forward to finishing this so I can play the second game, which I hear is much more freeform and smooth and slick. interesting. Is it I, yeah. If you're saying it's slick, then then I think it's it's probably a, a world of difference from this original <laughs> Gravity Rush game. Yeah, I, I like the demo a lot. I mean, I, I like the demo enough that I bought that game. Uh, our, our, the DLC or something, because I think they gave that game away for free for a while. At some point in time, or heavily discounted, uh, I picked it up then, and it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought they did a really nice job with the demo, and uh, I've almost fired it up a few times. And maybe, just maybe, I'll almost. I'll do that soon. Hey, yeah. you know what, Bobby? Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. And so. horse grenades. Mm-hmm. I know. Put up I get or it. shut up. God, uh, Johnny. As a fellow mm-hmm. man of culture, though, you mm-hmm. might appreciate this. Uh, yes. There is some free. Uh, near Someday automata to be skins for oh. for cat the the main character of gravity rush that just, uh, that, so you can you, make you're just making this game that's already an, inherently horny even hornier yes. you can you can make it more anime and no. more horny if you'd like oh my to. god look <laughs> never mind i'm i'm not this is a family friendly show i'm not gonna... no it's it's literally not i set it up to where it's not for kids so you're good you can say whatever you want <laughs> i you know i just i'd rather not have whatever was running through my head be on that's record, fair like, that's fair record. that's fair 
So let's just move. Yeah. Past. So I, I'm really enjoying the first game. Um, cool. I, I've probably put about five ish hours into it. So I'm, you know, getting halfway getting to there. the spot where it might end. And then, uh, and then, yeah, really looking forward to trying the second game and, and seeing how much they improved. Cause, uh, according to everybody, that's, that is the case. Hold on. Awesome. What else did you play? Uh, well, you guys, on a number of different occasions, Johnny, most recently, last mm-hmm. week, was talking about Bug Snacks. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that, that's a game I own uh, because I got it with the, the PlayStation yeah. 5 uh, Plus game for that one month. And uh, I, I just, I don't know why I hadn't started it. I knew I was excited about it. I heard other people talk about it. And then uh, I was listening to some people talk about Game of the Year stuff. And they started to kind of touch on spoilers of Bug Snacks. I went, oh wait, I don't want to get spoiled on Bug Snacks. Oh wait, I need to just fucking play Bug Snacks. <laughs> so yeah. I did. I, I spent a weekend and I just knocked all of Bug Snacks out because uh, it's not it's not super long. It's like seven sevenish hours maybe. Isn't that short? Uh, yeah, it's time. Yeah, it, it it really isn't. Like the. It could get longer based on if you wanted to try to catch all of the bug snacks, because uh, some of them are pretty devious to to catch and and take mm-hmm. some some thinking or out of the box thinking or uh, you know some sort of thinking that <laughs> that I did not want to use, and uh, and yeah, I just I just knocked that out over a couple of sessions, and I gotta say I think it was pretty good. I, good I don't game. know if it would have cracked my top ten. Uh, I, I feel pretty solid about where I landed with my top 10 games last year, but I did really enjoy it. I think it probably could have uh, competed in a few categories uh, specifically. Did we, did we mention any bug snacks in our I think thing? Thunder. That's uh, yeah. not a Pokemon, but totally yeah. Pokemon. Okay. Bunger came out. I'm, I might've fought harder for Bunger if, uh, if Bunger's I'd actually experienced good. Bunger firsthand. Bunger's pretty damn Bunger's good. Bunger's great. Barbecue Bunger also pretty good i would eat a barbecue bunger over a standard bunger any day of the week i don't know well, of course if i would want anything to do with bug snacks after we should try <laughs> you know high point does no. a lot of weird shit here in st louis i bet you if we really went to with like a nice presentation like i'm talking a top tier powerpoint of bunger versus barbecue bunger we can either we can get mm. high point on the bunger train we can get sugar fire. See, that feels on more like a bunger. that feels more like a Bailey's Range thing of like okay. which which bunger is the We're best bunger. Real St. Louis on this episode tonight. Oh, absolutely! I actually got High Point earlier this week. I got uh, I got their special, which was called the Pimp Biscuit, <laughs> uh, which was a Nashville hot chicken sandwich that was on a, a biscuit with that was pimento cheese stage, stage and hot honey. College Pimp Biscuit. And yeah. While you were it eating it, good. did you feel like you just? We're gonna keep rolling. Uh, no, I felt like I was going to die of salt. There was so much salt. It was so salt. Did you did you I, immediately I, get a backwards red Yankees hat? Yeah. <laughs> hey, no one yes, knows I went like. full Durst. Did you did you wash it down with some hot dog flavored water? Oh, oh. oh God, gross. Uh, anyway, I I thought Bug Snacks was great. Uh, I had a good time with it. Um, there. What I really enjoy is how much out of the box thinking I was able to do. There was there was one time they give you a number of tools throughout the game that you use to catch bug snacks, and at some points I ran into some some snacks that I just like I don't know how to fuck catch this thing. Like it's in freezing cold water, so uh-huh. I can't 
I can't just put my trap in the water because it will freeze and break. I can't find a way to get it to come out of the water. So I know that I need to stun it somehow so I can go into the water and just catch it with a net. But how the fuck do I stun it? And I just was having some real trouble. Uh, and there was one actually that was that was boggling my mind even more. It was on the beach. It was on the, the second beach area that you can go to that has volcano stuff. And there's there's this uh, banana that's going a red one, a, a banana hopper, a red banana, stand. red hopper or something. Forgot what it's called. Yes, there's always money in it. Um, but it's just this banana nice. that's that's hopping between trees, and it's so high up that I can't just I can't find a way to grab it out of the air. You do have this kind of launch pad though that you're able to put down, and then sometimes you can put like a trap down on it and and toss the trap up so you can catch some things that are flying in the air and that works great if you because you can lock on to things too so i if like there's a little a olive perhaps a, a green Ooh. olive is flying around love it's me just a like olive. a lazy little thing and i can just toss that that uh trap up and then when it's ready for the trap i close it and now i've got that green olive no problem no problem uh this red banana though not not working because it hides between these trees and I can't lock onto it because it's so fast as it as it goes between trees and sure. I can't just catch it while it's in the tree. So I'm like, okay, what what do I do? I I have another tool that is kind of like a crossbow that has that has like a suction cup at the end so you can you can lay these kind of line traps and if any bug snacks run into it, then they get stunned. Perfect. Okay. So I can set this up on this rock and I can shoot the shoot the uh, suction cup at this kind of like broken piece of ship that's that's out there that's above these trees. Okay. If I can line it up just right to get the line to cross where this binopper is is flying between and there's just there's just not a place. I cannot set up the angles. Like this is Damn it. Fuck. Like I thought I, Damn I thought it, I had it. I thought this was what they wanted me to do. I put hey, everything together. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah, do something. Hmm? Yeah, she followed us. She actually, she's listening to us. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, and oh, and, uh, and Magic Air too. Um, anyway, so so what I ended up doing, I put the crossbow with the suction cup on the uh, on the uh, the spring, and then I used the spring to shoot that up in the air. And as it shot up in the air, I then shot the the uh, suction cup to that same place, and it timed it just perfectly. I don't think this is how you're supposed to catch a red binopper. This is just how I caught a red binopper, and I well, timed I it just to perfectly it. to catch to catch that thing in the trap, uh, or to to knock it down. So then I could just go over and catch it with the net. And I felt so smart. Ah, I felt so smart. It's and, such a rewarding course, experience. For being as yes, simple as it absolutely. is, it's very rewarding. And the quest was to give this specific character this red binopper uh, so they could turn their arm into a red binopper, or they could have like a red binopper arm. Like, okay, cool. Um, but I uh, didn't read that part, so I made uh, their leg a red binopper, and the quest <laughs> didn't finish. And then I went, Wait, what the fuck? No, what did I? No, what did I just do? Oh, oh no. no, not good. 
so not then, good. Then I had to uh, then I had to go catch a red binopper all over again, and uh, it took me a while because because my method was bad. I have a bad method, and uh, it really only worked the one time. <laughs> so uh, I had some struggles with that game. I, I think it's pretty great though. I uh, I enjoyed the characters. I I really liked the writing, um, and you know for what everybody said with oh it gets so dark, like oh, I don't know if this is for kids. It's like eh, I mean yeah I guess it deals with some more uh, mature Adult. themes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like not not graphic themes. It doesn't get like full that, wonder chosen. No, no, but it's. It, I mean, I don't think it even gets full Ren and Stimpy, but there's definitely. Yeah, it, like whenever they would go to the close-up shots. Nah, yeah, that was I, I couldn't do that. Shot. I was a Rockwell's cool. Modern Life guy. They never, they never got yeah. that close. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I guess I can kind of understand where people are coming from. We're like, yeah, it gets a little dark, but I don't think it's, it's that not. bad. I think no. So yeah, you, like kids could handle it. Star for Gravity Rush and a star for Bug Snacks from Chase tonight. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah, Anything else? Is cool. that it? Uh, I played more 13 Sentinels. Uh, I haven't yeah. finished it. That's the other game that I'm really worried about spoilers on. Sure. Um, but had taken yeah. a pretty extended break from it. Mm-hmm. And when Did I came back, I was really... Able to like find your way again? It took easily? a bit. It did take yeah. a bit. Uh, just to remember, like, okay, yeah, uh, so... Juro is this guy and he wants to kill these people, but he doesn't actually want to kill him. It was a dream or maybe it's time travel. I don't really know that. Do I not know that because I don't know that? Or do I not know that because it hasn't come up in the story yet? I can't remember. I can't remember what I can't remember. And, Mm. and that was, uh, that was a little tough, but you don't have time to uh, explain. Exactly. Absolutely. I don't have all the characters unlocked yet. Neither Um, do I, but not not in the story mode anyway. And uh, but I, I am still uh, generally approving of my method of going down one character story as far as I can. And then when the game says you can't play any more of this story until you play somebody else's story that unlocks more here, then I go to a different character and I do that. Um, unfortunately, the character I want to see the most, which is Natsuno Minami, she's the one mm-hmm. with the little ET robot. Um, her she is locked behind. A character I don't have yet, <laughs> so I need to get. Uh, she's a, she's I need to get off. somebody else's story that I don't even have, and I don't know how to unlock yet. I need to get them far enough so I can unlock more story for her. Um, but yeah, I, I still am really liking the story stuff. Uh, the RTS stuff I think is fine. I think it looks mm-hmm. really cool, and I I think if it was just that, I could probably put my brain into that space and play that more and enjoy that more. But knowing that I can hop between these two different styles of game, I'm kind of always going over to the story stuff yeah. that I'm liking way more. Same here. Yeah. There are a couple times where they will they'll say, hey, you need to get to this level, this wave of the RTS before you can lock, unlock more of this person's story. And so I'll play it then, and it's fine. And I'm playing it still on normal mode. I could bump it down, but even on normal, so far, things have been really, really easy. Yeah, it's been totally and, manageable. Uh, yeah, I do. Some of those attacks are really cool. Like using the big rail gun is really cool or having somebody fly over and land on a spot and then throw out a bunch of multi-lock missiles that just yeah. totally explode everywhere. Uh, there was 
there was one RTS mission that started to kind of change things up a little bit where I needed to use an EMP move to knock these big flying things out of the sky because I couldn't do any damage to them in the sky. So you need to knock them down and then you need to get your big brawler dudes to get up close and just do their big damaging attacks that can break through their armor. And, and that was kind of fun because it was managing all these smaller flying things at me and then also having to try to get positioning to get this unit to go up far enough that has the EMP attack and then this other unit that can't touch anything because it's all flying up in the air and all they have is melee abilities and then getting them to navigate to that spot correctly. Uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. I, I found that to be a, a solid experience but I still just want to do the story stuff. Sure. And for whatever, and the story, despite halfway referencing stuff that happens in the combat part, they just don't connect. They, they're, they feel so incongruous. Like every piece of the story stuff that I've been doing, it's like two people actually know about the Sentinels and know how to use them and talk about how they've been in one before. Mm -hmm. And then I just go over to the other side and it's like, oh, yeah, we got all 13 of them here and they're all doing crazy attack stuff. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because this character that in the story stuff that I'm in doesn't even know what the fuck these things are. Yeah. But also you're cherry picking at the story so much where anybody could be in any timeline kind of thing. It's I, I appreciate that they've separated them out, but it also leads to it not feeling uh, like it belongs together, like a whole, and that's kind of complete. weird. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I get that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear where that game goes. I know that it's got a lot of fanfare. I don't know if it's for me, but I am definitely enjoying hearing the, the hot takes that you two have and from other sources. So I, I know you're yeah, trying to avoid I, some stuff on it, Chase. I think from a sci-fi perspective, uh, it it does some really cool stuff that anyone who appreciates and enjoys sci-fi uh, could get something out of, but um, you know, I don't know. At if the it, same time, it's pretty anime. It's pretty anime. <laughs> it might sure. tip the anime skills a bit for, for Bobby. Um, but yeah, I'm, and I, and I don't think the RTS stuff, I, I enjoy it, but I don't think the RTS stuff has enough meat to it right now mm -hmm. from what I've played that Bobby will, that Bobby would say, Ooh, yeah, I can, I can really sink my teeth into this to counteract the anime mm -hmm. bullshit I don't think you would enjoy. So okay. I don't think it lines up together. But yeah, I mean, okay. I, again, I'd love to be proven wrong. Yeah. I, if you want to spend some money on this game, totally, totally. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, let me tell you about some stuff that I've gotten into this week that's pretty exciting. I, first of all, I've been playing a lot of Everspace. I've gotten to a point in that game where... I still got like all of Union to go through, and I really want to, but I'm at a point where I'm capped in the in the story. Yeah, you hit and, the level cap, didn't you? Yeah, I did hit the level cap, and so I just don't know if it makes the most sense to keep going right now, and, or to like wait maybe for the next oh, update. Yeah, wait for the next update yeah. and then go into it because it is something that I definitely want to check out, and I love that game so much, but I don't want to burn out doing all this stuff and not getting credit for it at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So because of that, um, I had looked for some other opportunities to check out some stuff. And, and one of the games that I had a uh, wish list on Apple Arcade was a game called Nuts. And we're going to talk about this game in the back half of the show um, when we get into the February preview. So I'm going to be kind of 
ahead of that because it comes out uh, technically February 4th for Switch and uh, PC and I think PlayStation. Um, but Nuts is, is something, man. That game is highly, highly, highly stylized. It's a squirrel surveillance game, which is yeah. which is crazy to talk about. Like if I'm like, hey... <laughs> We're gonna play this game where we have to set up some some cameras and we're gonna watch squirrels. And I'll show a video of how it it's, looks later it's on. It's giving me some like Firewatch vibes. Oh, dude, it's definitely got fire. The story, from a story perspective, it plays very much like Firewatch, uh, my 2016 game of the year. Um, I think it was the uh, third game of the year for the Casual Hour from that year. If we, if my memory suits me correctly, we, we never stuff, know. We'll never nobody know. Nobody has categorized that stuff. Yeah. Um, but the whole premise of the game, uh, it's set in 1997, I believe. Uh, you come to this forest area, and you're going to be doing surveillance work on these squirrels. Um, the you, you slowly start to unravel it. And maybe there's some other weird shit happening in this area. Um, but the, the gameplay loop is divided by a day and night cycle. So during the daytime, you're, you're placing your camera. When you first start the game, you have one camera, and you have a GPS tracker. There's a fax machine and your your little giddy up and you have a camera, like a camera that you carry on your person, but then you got a camera that you'll set up as well. And the game's it's basically saying like, hey, go to this tree, set up your camera, and you want to find out where the squirrel comes from. Well, if you go down there and you put your camera the wrong direction, but in the right vicinity, you're not gonna see the squirrel, obviously. So you come back and when you're ready to enter into the like review or the surveillance period, you've got uh, like a big ass Macintosh set up and you got a printer. You sit down and it kicks over tonight. So at night, you're just playing back the video that you recorded and you're watching the path of the squirrel. Well, when you first see the squirrel, it's like, oh, cool, take a picture of it. Well, you can like then zoom in on the picture through the computer, you print it out. And the the tactileness of it's really cool because you'll go and you'll fax it to your boss and like, okay, well, there's a tack board over there. You can hang it up. And like, as you're doing shit, you can decorate, uh, whether it be a fax or a photo all across your your camper. But then she's like, well, I, okay, that's a cool, that's a squirrel. We want to track it, but I need to know where it's going. So like, we're going to drop off some more equipment for you. So you get a second camera and then the game is really this revolving day night cycle of, did I position my cameras correctly? Was I watching where the squirrel went? And then you're reviewing it and getting to that final destination. Then you take a photograph of it and you get some more clues. I don't want to spoil anything because there's some really cool shit that unfolds when you're doing this, but I think that this is a game that I will go ahead and say we're going to be talking about in December, at least for maybe debut, at least maybe for style, because it's got style for days. Yeah. Bobby, it's January. You can't be talking about December. I'm calling it right now. This is one of the most hyper-stylized games I've seen in a while. Mark it, dude. Mark it, dude. I don't even, I'm not even sure there's going to be a December. You're probably right there. Yeah. Um, So I've played this on my phone. And it's fine. It's it is a first person game. I don't think that it is the best for touch, but I did play with the controller and that was all right. Controls are a little weird. I I played it for like ten minutes earlier tonight before we yeah. started the show, and I it is I'm a little strange sure how I feel about it, uh, control wise. But here's if I visually, if you have the option to play the game on a computer, play it on a computer. That can be a Mac, or that can be uh, an actual PC. Through, you can do Apple Arcade or you can do it on PC because the way that you use the mouse and the the keys to interact with it is just a lot better. It feels more natural for the game. Um, but yeah, Nuts comes out February 4th 
We'll show a little bit more yeah, of that here in a bit. But it's but it's not the switch though. It's coming to the so, switch. Yeah. I don't know how much I think it. that playing with a controller. <laughs> I mean, it's it's serviceable. It's fine. I'm sure it'll be okay on the switch. If you, if that's what you can play it, play it there. What what if I had like some sort of like hoary split pad thing? I don't know if I would play it in handheld because I think that like some of the stuff gets pretty intricate. Where like when you're positioning yeah. your cameras, you're looking at the viewfinder on the camera, and I think this might get a bit muddy on the switch at that level of detail. But potentially, if you're gonna play a handheld, use a Hori split pad. Um, uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna play this game. Yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, I think so, Bobby. Yeah. What are you What are you uh, What are you doing when you aren't playing with your own nuts? When I'm not playing with my own nuts, I'm breaking shit apart. I'm breaking stuff in space. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, I, I decided after listening to friend of the show, Vinny Caravella, talk about um, <laughs> hard spaceship breakers for a while, I decided to pick it up. And I had a little bit of money in my Steam wallet. This is an early access game. The premise sounded right down my, my alley for something that I would enjoy. And uh, for anybody who's been following us today, I did end up recording a quick look of this game because it is something that's pretty much captured me. Uh, pretty heavily. The premise for this game, it's a, a space sim. Uh, you are uh, a contract worker. Did you say the name of the game? Yeah, it's it's uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Okay, I, I don't... Maybe I missed it. I didn't think you said it. I yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Okay, um, fine. So the, the gameplay... Jeez. Huh? Oh. Uh, the whole concept is that you're a contract worker for the Lynx company or corporation... And uh, there's a lot of salvage and waste in space, as you can imagine. And they are contracting you to disassemble and keep what you can and get rid of what we can't. And uh, this is a first-person simulation, so you're going to be floating around in space with no gravity. And Chase, I don't know. I can tell you right now how much you'll like the controls of this. Because it is easy, like an actual like ship-based game in space, to lose your footing Mm -hmm. or the lack thereof. Uh, when you're trying to coordinate which direction to go. Uh, you are using a thruster system to, to move around the ships. There's no gravity whatsoever in it. Um, so far in the game, I have a grapple and a tether system that I use, and then I have a beam laser or beam cutter that has two different types of uh, nozzles on it that I've been using. And there is something so satisfying, and even a lot of strategic elements that come into disassembling a ship. And uh, each time you, you, you hop onto it, you do have a contract that you're fulfilling. And in that contract, uh, they're going to say, we want these items from the ship. You can take apart the whole thing, uh, but there is a timer uh, by default that's 15 minutes. And so it's as much as you can do in 15 minutes. You also do have uh, some system management in the game, like oxygen by default is going to deplete, but they have a refill station in your cabin right by where you're working so you just go back over to it they give the option how to turn some of the stuff off when you create a new playthrough if you want to do that i don't think it takes away from like any achievements or anything like that planned for it but i decided to play it the way that they had intended which was to have those systems depleting as you're playing it um but it's wild it, it is so wild and i think one of the things that that they've they've nailed is the sound like being inside this rickety old ship that's just floating in space as you're taking it apart 
has some insane sounds to it. And the, the, the Foley work that they've done with like all the tools that you use. And then as you progressively like rip apart structural elements of the ship, the way you hear it bend. So there's, there's three areas that you're taking this stuff into. You've got a processor, you've got a, um, a furnace and you've got the barge beneath you. And every item is color coded. Whenever you hover over it, it'll be like, okay, this needs to go to the barge. This needs to go over to the furnace. You can pull it with your grapple, but this, some things are too heavy, so you got to tether them. The the things that I loved about Death Stranding, that meticulous work. Wait a minute. That like I'm I'm Wait, what what? The <laughs> there was something that like the thing that I loved about Death Stranding was uh-huh. definitely not the story. It definitely wasn't the combat, but Princess it was the actual Beach. like the job progression, the job system of that game. Like, go to this point, you're going to carry these items, you're going to upgrade your equipment so you can do more with those items. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that that was, like, the highlight of it. I, on the quick look, I talk about, like, even in Ooblets with the Farm, Stardew Valley, Minecraft, uh, Satisfactory that I've talked about on the show. Like, I've realized that I have a knack for games that put me to work. And I like chasing that reward. And this particular game as well has a really cool progression skill tree that you can up, upgrade all your equipment and do some really cool stuff with that as well. Um, it's, is, this, is this how you segue into announcing that you are leaving your life at Apple to become someone who deconstructs barges? I mean, maybe. Like, I This has been... A water welder? I don't, I don't know if they make a, uh, a, uh, a suit large enough for your very they, tall they body. They don't. They don't make one big enough for me. There's... There's something like really good about the music also. Um, it's got uh, I don't I get we got these two mixed up all the time. Outer Wilds. Wilds. It's yes. got it's got the Outer Wilds vibe where you've got that twangy kind of back mm-hmm. backcountry music laid against this hyper futuristic work that you're doing hyper futuristic location. Um, the writing in it is. A combination, actually, of the two games that we get confused, Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds, where it's it's pretty clever, but it's also more kind of like salt of the earth uh, type dialogue around it, what's going on. And it's also like a real critique of capitalism or like a mm-hmm. light critique of capitalism. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a game called Cart Life. If you guys have yeah. ever played or heard of Cart Life, where like so. that is a game that is meant to be extremely difficult for you to succeed in because because of all the the well in this game it's more like the survival stuff that you have going on but it's just you have to get to your job by this time or else you're late for your job and you also need to be able to feed uh yourself and your cat or whatever uh, i haven't played enough of cart life to remember it and it was also a long time ago but like this game also like immediately puts you in a ton of debt right that's why you're doing this oh, work to begin with you're just I don't know debt. if I'll ever be out of debt in this game because not only are you... I think you, that's the point. Yeah, you're in a mountain of debt, so you do that. If you need more oxygen, anything that you use costs money. You're like, oh shit, I just made you know a million plus dollars taking apart this ship. That's great. And then you get back out. It's like, oh, by the way, you had here's your renter's fee. Here's your docking fee. And they end up taking away like half your money after you do it. So like, you stay in debt. All that oxygen you used out in space, that ain't free. No, that costs money. And uh, it's it's definitely it's tongue in cheek in its approach, but yes, it's like cart life. It's you are you are definitely paying the man back forever. Uh, it's Johnny. I think that you would adore this game. 
looks really cool, man. I was watching a video while you were talking. And it, oh, was it my video that I recorded today for the show? Is that the one that you were watching? Because I see a definitive. No, it that's wasn't. a definitive he's, take. He's never going to give you ad revenue, Bobby. Yeah. You just got to let that one go. Hey, I got to pay back those bills to Lynx Corporation, Johnny. You got to watch my shit. <laughs> but no, that's that's really it. Um, I, I, I'm I did already download- in debt to Tom Nook, so I don't know if I can can jump in on this one. Tom Nook will kill a motherfucker if you don't. It's true. I did also. Uh, I actually, haven't played it. I'll play it next week. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chase. Uh, oh, I have a feeling that I'll probably play this game sometime around June. This one. That's that's when it that's when it comes to PlayStation Four and Xbox. Oh, they do have a, a release date for it. Yeah, June sixteenth, twenty twenty. Very cool. That's awesome. So get ready for our June preview episode. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, I also downloaded a game, and I, I have it installed. I'm going to check it out probably over the next few days, called uh, Starbound. It's a chucklefish game. Uh, it's got a really cool mm-hmm. look to it. Uh, I'm going to check that out uh, over the next couple of days as well. And uh, Bobby, thanks. can you do me a favor? Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's something I've been thinking about for the last couple of days, and I don't want to see you get hurt. And I also don't want to see me get hurt. Yeah. So I need you to make a promise on yeah. this show yeah. where where me and Johnny and the other two viewers, and I think I count as one of those viewers, so the other one viewer, and <laughs> I don't know if you guys probably count as the other viewer, um, you, you can't play Star Citizen. Don't, oh God, don't no. play Star Citizen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Why I would I ever do that? No, I, Johnny, you're fine. I don't care about yeah, you. You it's can me. lose your life to that. It's but me. Bobby, yeah, it's from me. from playing games like Everspace to playing Hard Space Shipbreaker uh, to playing Starbound that you're talking about, I know that you like this space shit. Yes. And I'm space telling awesome. you, for your for your own good, don't spend ten thousand dollars on a ship in star citizen Don't but what if i get person. insurance for my purchase no even no, no. don't yes. you be don't do this <laughs> don't do this okay. to me, bobby i not, i feel like to. that game could be some kind of siren song for you and i'm telling you right now as what? a person no, who I'm has gonna... been in that <laughs> position but, not with star citizen but as a person who's been in that position it's not sure. worth it the progression, though, I think you're you're really bold of you to assume that I would be able to handle something of that magnitude, where I'm really eyeballing maybe Kerbal Space Station and going that direction and trying to launch some shit in space okay. that way. Uh, Kerbal Space Program. I can, program. I can give you. I can. I'm. I, I'll allow it. I'll okay. Allow it. Uh, but like, but no, if you start I, talking uh, about how you're going to start getting into Eve Online, then, then I'm getting into Evangelica. Like, That's what I'm going to get into. Eve Online will always be far <laughs> more interesting to read about than it will be to actually play. Probably. <laughs> say wait. Say it again, Bobby. What are you getting uh, into? Evangelica. That's uh. Yeah. What? Good. Yep. Uh-huh. That is definitely the Evangelica. name of that anime. Yeah, oh, that's the one. He's trying to say Evangelion. Uh-huh. Evangelica. That's the new <laughs> shirt. The new merch. What was the name of my I'll, preschool? I'll lend. Uh, <laughs> I'll lend you uh, my laser disc. Fair. Um, all right, Johnny. Yeah. Are, are are you like me and only playing space games too, or or is that just uh, a weird thing that I found myself doing for the last several weeks? I mean, Super Robot Wars T takes place 
in space. No, yes. that no, I didn't. Mars. I don't see that on the yes. note. Uh, Actually, the T stands for Terra, so it's it's more about being on the Earth. More like terrible. Um, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. There's I've, there's I've some been space spending some time on Mars. Mars there. Uh, I've got some cool new uh, mechs that have joined my party, and I still what mechs? I, what, what what are we what are we talking about here? Uh, I mean, it's the sword swordfish. Is really cool. I I dumped a bunch sure. of credits. Oh, that one movie from the early two thousands. Yeah. Have you met Have you met uh, any Gundams yet? Mm-hmm. A few, quite a few. Yeah. You You found You found the the G Gundam and uh, the Noble Gundam, I believe. Yeah, point. I'm on scenario. Or the burn. I'm sorry. It's the It's the Burning Gundam. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I've met some Gundams. I met a space pirate named in Japan. Captain in Japan, Arnold. it's called the God Gundam. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, that's way cooler. The goddamned him. That's what I saw. Um, yes. Yeah. Look, I I won't torture Bobby with a bunch of super robot wars talk. Um, but I I like that game. It's it's a fun strategy game. The animations yeah. are cool. The story is ridiculous. I've taken some. What I do remember of, being really cool about that game was the bombastic, big ass, like whenever there was a, a major attack. Like that yeah. shit looked yep. really it's cool. It's great. It's yeah. just it's so over the top. Uh, it makes no sense, and I'm having a great time with it. Um, and uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Thanks, Bobby. Um, so I'm here for. Yeah, look, I, I am almost. Like, Bobby's comment last week that this will be a flame that dies quickly. I'm almost playing out of spite, despite the fact of how much I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I um, love doing things for spite. Yeah, I, it's very Larry David of us. Um, now, Johnny, yeah. I, I, yes. I don't think I think even Bobby might be able to admit that Super Robot Wars T is not the worst game you've played this week. No, not by a long shot. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys remember Anthem? Why did you play this? Excuse me. <laughs> I, okay. You know I wanted this to be great. <laughs> yeah, so did uh, I. Fuck Anthem. Uh, yeah, that game's a piece of shit. Um, why so did you play I this? Was, why? Why did you do I, this? Why? Because I've been thinking about Bioware, as I am known to do from time to time. Wow, that's and, the, that's where you're. Oh, Bioware. Uh, Out of all the history they have, let me fire up Anthem. Okay. Any day now, that game's going to get better. Let me finish my story. You want to go to Oscar uh, Mayer and get a steak while we're at because, it? Okay. It's been it's been just over two years since that game came out. Oh. And you uh, did this on the 11th anniversary of Mass Effect 2. Let me think about Anthem. I'm wow. waiting for the fucking remakes to come out in March. Um, wow. Look, I played this game for like 15 minutes. The flying still feels good. Everything else about it feels bad. Including when you're walking around in the fort. I mean, the flying and, feels good until they yeah. say like, "Oh, you can't fly uh, anymore because you're tired." I, I think I think that they reduced uh, how long it takes before you overheat, but still that okay. sucks. Why Step would you one. ever do that? Um, and yeah, I look. I was looking at my my games library on my Xbox. And Anthem is starts with an A, so it's right there at the top. And I was like, "Huh, it's true, oh, good." You really used some some fucking deduction to get this one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I, you, know, you know, I wonder. I know where do you want to eat at? I don't know, Applebee's. 
Look, it, you just why, start why from real monsters. It's in the neighborhood. Why all real monsters is the best Nickelodeon cartoon because you know, like they they threw three A's to begin that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but my lord, Johnny, uh, that game is still disappointing. Uh, it could have Shocking. been so much better. Is that you just do this uh, so you can like talk about what it's like? I mainly, to be a disappointment I disappointment just to wanted it? to check in because I haven't played it since it came out. What? I know Nobody game. has. There's not been anything to check in on. Has anybody been like? <laughs> there hey, were people playing. There's about on the five server. fucking tweets that says, "Hey, we're still. We got this problem. I, I we don't know what to, to do with it. Uh, I, I guess the, uh, we're gonna fix it. But hey, there's new Mass Effect coming. Oh, Dragon Age. That one intern that fucking let that out of the bag. Sucks in the second game. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Anthem. You know, yeah. Did you play it on Stadia? It. Yes. <laughs> no, you're the only one stupid enough Anthem. to buy Stadia that's part of the podcast. You bought one Anthem too. one most disappointing, right? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, oh, I yeah. think Red Dead Redemption oh, yeah. 2 did. No, it didn't. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, anyway, that's the Anthem Minute. I'm going to delete that game from my hard drive if I haven't already. Good Charlotte over there talking about the fucking anthem. Uh, And yeah, hold on. Yes. No, that's another good Charlotte song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, So far, 2021's number one game of the year, Hitman Three. I finished that. It might. It's it's the only game that's come out this year. That is correct, and also a true statement. Um, it's no anthem. Yeah, so you guys, no, it's not. Uh, you guys know how much I love the Hitman games that have come out uh, since 2016. Those games continue to be very good. Last week, I had played just the first mission. I think since then, I have played through all six maps that they have in this uh, new Hitman game, and the story wraps up. It's just as stupid and amazing as I hoped it would be. It's so ridiculous, um, and I am looking at going back and playing through all of those levels again just because there's there's so much more to do in different ways to eliminate the target, and uh, it's it's so good. It's This is the perfect game to come out bet- before all the other what's games the, come out. What's the craziest thing that you've used to kill somebody? <laughs> uh... So uh, I don't remember the name of the map, but it is uh, at a vineyard, and you are able to uh, disguise yourself as the head vintner, which 47 looks nothing like this man, but he's able to blend in so perfectly that even people who work directly with this man on a daily basis are fooled once 47 dons his outfit, and one of your targets uh, on that map uh, wants request a tour, and so you are giving a tour of this giant winery facility, and Great. there are different places you can take them to, and each one of them, I assume, you would be able to eliminate this person at. Like there's a freezer, a deep freeze. Uh, there's another thing that grinds all the pulp up or something, and then what I did. Uh, there was master a, winemaker Johnny Amadich over here. <laughs> yes. Hey, my family does make wine. Um, yes, Big John's Mead. Oh God, it'll it'll grow the hairs on your chest. That's your damn sure. Um, That's what got you here. You can use it to strip boat paint. 
Um, he made some of that wine, and nine months later, your ass showed up. <laughs> uh, so, okay, quick fun. So my family is Croatian heritage. When we first started making it, we made it with this old Italian guy. And so we called it Crotalian wine, which may be the first of its kind in the world. Anyway, uh, so you're in this giant, you know, wine-making facility, and one of the things they have is this gigantic grape press. And, oh, my God. Did you fucking put somebody in the... <laughs> and uh, you're talking, and 47 is giving his quippy little lines. The writing in these games is just mwah, chef's kiss. So his delivery <laughs> is so fantastic. Uh, and the woman steps out underneath this thing. Oh, my God. And there's two steps. Two steps to do this. You hold triangle to undo the safety mechanism, and then you do it again to release the grape press. And she just, just wham, <laughs> this thing falls down on top of her. And it's, I'm not kidding, guys. It's probably like 15 feet in diameter. And it goes down and it comes up and there's just red goo. Just, I just keep thinking about God. that E-Bombs World video of the woman who falls out making the yeah. that noise that she made. Yeah. That, um, so they need the noise. The, the, they need the noise in there when the press happens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, the the best part though, it's it's considered an accident of death. So everyone else oh on the god. tour with you just kind of walks away. And like, yeah. Oh my god! It's and then off scot free. Uh, yeah. I was waiting to have to run because uh, usually if you just kill someone <laughs> open like that, you're compromised immediately. But I just walked away and. Went back up to the party upstairs and took out the other guy. That was that's. <laughs> I almost I nearly had tears in my eyes because I was. Oh, I so do right now. That was uh, very good. I mean, uh, shit. Yeah. Here, hang on. Yeah. I, Did it sound like this? Let's see if I can get it to work. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes. Great and content. The winner this Saturday, who's stunning music, eating international foods, having wine tours. It's a lot of. All right, moving on. Uh, this is one of those monthly preview episodes, oh which means that we're gonna we're gonna talk about all the different games. Not all of them. We're gonna talk about a subset of the games that are coming out in February. The ones that you know are interesting to us, or that uh, we think um, you know might be popular. The big releases, uh, and then other things that we think just might be cool. But we always start this off by talking about the previous month that was January, which we're still technically in, but I, I don't think there are any other games coming out um, now to February that we are talking much about, but let's go through these things. Um, I had, for my previous picks of the last month, uh, Bladed Fury, which uh, it was like kind of that side-scrolling, uh, I, I yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it as like a... Uh, it looked pretty, uh, pretty slick. Demon Blade kind of looking game. It looked really slick. Um, mm -hmm. It got delayed. Got delayed to March. Apparently, seems to be uh, the very trend. Quietly, that that game is out on PC, I believe, but the the Switch version specifically got delayed. So I won't play that until March. Um, Cyber Shadow. I, I mentioned I might pick that up if uh, if I didn't have anything else to play. And from all accounts, it sounds like that game's really good. It came out yeah. just uh, just yesterday, maybe. 
I did play ago. about 30 and, minutes uh, of it. I didn't have enough to talk about for tonight, but it's it's a very good one of those. Yeah, it sounds like it's got some really interesting um, difficulty options where you're able to kind of upgrade the checkpoints to give yourself a little boost at that checkpoint, mm-hmm. which, which seems like a really good way to have a difficult game and then have people customize the way that they want it to be easier uh, without without just saying, give me the easy mode. So that, that seems like a, a cool thing. Uh, and then I also mentioned <laughs> uh, Atelier Ryza 2, if slash when I finished the first one. That's not happening. But then we all know... We all know that the week after um, that game mm-hmm. burned me, burned me bad, and uh, and I have not gone back to it, nor probably will I. But I'm very happy for all the uh, the anime artists out there who are getting to draw more uh, Rise of fan art because because uh, I like that Rise is still cute. Rise is, Rise is really cute. So anyway, I would say this was a bad <laughs> this is a bad month for me. I didn't play any of the games I wrote down uh, for various mm-hmm. reasons. Hmm. Bobby, you yes. had Scott Pilgrim versus the World colon the game dash complete edition, and uh, did you did you buy that or did we just talk? about No, it? I uh, I've got that Ubisoft Connect subscription, so I was able to download it through them. Right. Okay. Um, so I paid for it in a way, but yeah, I got it. Yeah, just just like you remember. It, it is. It's it's so good, man. Uh, I, I like yeah. that game a whole lot. Yep, great soundtrack. Uh, you wrote down Hitman Three, which you haven't played, right? I, I've got it downloaded. I haven't played it yet. It's not a space-based game, okay. so I'm not playing those right now. If you haven't kept yeah. up with it, so a forty-seven could be an astronaut. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. true. Ooh, Hitman in space sounds sounds yeah. all right. That's sounds I'll be, all right. I'm fine with it. And then, uh, and then, sort of the Necromancer, which I think is like a. Was that a roguelike? I know it's top down, like Zelda looking, but I can't remember if that was a roguelike or not. Um, it is. It's a lot like Zelda. Um, that game doesn't come out until the 28th, so it comes out tomorrow, but okay. there is a prologue demo. Um, mm-hmm. I checked it out. It's, it's fine. I'm not going to say it's a bad game. It's an early build of the prologue. I don't know if I'll pick that game up, though, based off how it plays. Um, it's, yeah. it's fine. So out, out tomorrow, but if you're listening to this episode, it's uh, it was actually out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, out on the the twenty eighth. The twenty eighth. And then yeah. Johnny, you just had you just had one game here, and it was Hitman Three. Um, what'd you think of it? It's great. Twenty twenty one game of the year. So he made what, wine the, out of somebody's uh, innards. What's the craziest? Yeah, what's the craziest <laughs> way you've killed somebody? <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, probably uh, when I made this all right, let's move on. Let's talk about free games. We all like free stuff here. Yes. First, we'll talk about the PlayStation Plus games that you're going to be able to get for free this month. And there are three of them. Uh, PlayStation Plus subscribers get access to Control Ultimate Edition. I hear that game's bad. I don't you know. Talking no, to the people uh, on this podcast, they had nothing but bad things to say about it's it. It's got the best character, best new character of 2019. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Darling. It's, it's my favorite game of 2019. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it, I think we all agreed on Fire Emblem as, as that. I think, uh, yeah, that's still Pretty good. cut and dried on that one. Pretty cut and dried. Uh, Concrete Genie, which uh, I, I remember seeing 
parts of. Like that's the game where you'd like con- concoct monsters monsters through graffiti and then use those, oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah. monsters to yeah. solve puzzles. Yeah, I remember that. A bunch of mean teens were, were out there and you're stopping the mean teens with your cool art. Uh, and then Destruction All-Stars, which we'll talk about here uh, coming up in, in just a bit. But uh, that is the... the it used to be a PlayStation 5 launch game that got pushed a little bit, uh, but that's the, the kind of like combat racing game. Anyway, we'll talk about that. So uh, all of those are available to download starting Tuesday, February 2nd. So get ready to do that. And then uh, make sure you also uh, download Maneater, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Greedfall before those leave uh, on February 1st. So... That is PlayStation. Next up is Xbox, and there is a pretty good uh, list of games here for that. So, for the... God, they always list these weird. I think... uh, Okay. Uh, Xbox Live Gold members will have exclusive access to these games for a limited time as part of Games of Gold. Blah, 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 blah. Gears 5. Available February 1st to February 28th. Resident Evil. Which one? I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, The first first one. Resident Evil. I don't... Yeah. I I think this is the remake. The one that has the the, the lady that picks you up with her long fingers? Is that the one? No, not that one. Oh. (laughs) No. This, This one has dogs, and they go through windows. Uh, that one is also available February 1st to February 28th. Dandara Trials of Fear Edition comes out February 16th to March 15th. I know nothing about that game. I think that that's got, actually got coming cool, to... Yeah. Cool box art. That's coming to, I think, Epic as well. Epic Game Store. Okay. For, I think it's coming there. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Available they're really, they're February really flexing 1st to that muscle. 15th. For the Indiana Jones games. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if you just if you need to play an Indiana Jones game and you don't have time to play Todd Howard's buggy new venture, uh, <laughs> then this this game is also available, I guess. Uh, and then Lost Planet Two, which is available February sixteenth to February twenty eighth. I had fun with uh, those games when they were out. Lost Planet? I don't know. Yeah. The original Lost Planet is a fantastic game. Yeah. I I really, really enjoy that yep. game. The the mech the mech stuff is really cool. The way they work on the heat system, I think, is yep. really cool. Um, the God, grappling should, it's a very good grappling hook. I would love to see another one of those, like a like a refreshed version yeah. of that. That would be cool. Unfortunately, the second game, and I think they made a third one. They made a Lost Planet three, right? Um, yes. Those games are bad. Not they, as good as the like first. they tried to get way more way more into the Monster Hunter style of game. Yep. And instead oh, so of the first game, game, which is yeah. no, I'm saying that everyone hates them. <laughs> so uh, I, this is this is beyond me not liking Monster Hunter games. This is people saying this is a bad Monster Hunter game. Uh, but the first game is very much more like a story based uh, story based game, level based game, and uh, and it's very very good. I I like that game a lot. Nice. And with that. Um, Bobby, we go to you to talk about Game Pass. You're a resident Game Pass expert. So, any anything you know of that's coming on Game Pass sometime this month? 
Uh, the only one that I've seen confirmed so far is a game called The Ascent, which I think... I don't know if that was like announced early on with the Xbox uh, Series S and X, but it's a cyberpunk-style setting, um, solo or co-op RPG. Um, say it's going to run at 4K60 if you got one of those fancy new Xboxes or a PC that can handle it. It might be on PC. I don't know if it's on PC or not. Um, I, don't, I don't know enough about it to really give a hot take on it, but that's the only one they confirmed so far. Um. I guess, I mean, it's worth mentioning because it's it's coming out tomorrow. We did cover it last month, but it's so late. Uh, that game, The Medium, the, the reviews dropped for that game today, and it's getting some pretty decent uh, reviews. That's going to hit Game Pass for console and PC tomorrow. Or the twenty. Cool. Sure. All right, then. Well, it is time to dive into the month of February, which I'll say... Ooh, sorry about the... Somebody's excited for the month of February. Dogs are some dogs are very. Uh, Let me see if this new scene works that we've got for this. Let me see if I can get this. Yeah, up this is. So bear with us as we try some new technology. We we decided not enough broke last week that we have to start breaking new things this week. So uh, so we're gonna try to show some gameplay, some trailers, whatever we got uh, for these different games as we start talking about them. So. Beginning with February 2nd, we mentioned Destruction All-Stars for the PS5, that kind of car combat, but you get out of the car when your car gets destroyed. I guess I, that kind of feels like D.Va uh, for Overwatch. It just feels like a game where everybody's D.Va. Everybody is. And uh, looks, it looks like if, uh, if the Twitch stuff, we're getting something, right? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There's some video. Yeah, I. This is free to play, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, PlayStation Plus, so obviously people are getting it for free. But um, I'm give me Twisted Metal, like you cowards. Games, they did. They they made a they new tried. Twisted Metal like five or six years ago, and it was uh, fine. Yeah, fair. No, this fine. one looks all right. I think it's got anyway. a really good style to it. Sure, it looks like Rocket League with more polygons. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's free, right? We should we should at least check it out. Mm, mm. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next game, which Bobby already talked about, but now you're going to get to see a little bit of if you are watching this or watching the archive, and that is nuts. nuts it looks so good. For the Switch and PC. It does. Yeah, it looks really good. Bobby, I think you mentioned that you thought it might be coming to the PS uh, Playstations. And I did not see that anywhere. So it's not, it's Switch and uh, PC. You're right. I think it's just Switch and PC. Yeah, but it is also Apple Arcade. It came out to Apple Arcade in January, which is why you guys have gotten to uh, to experience it a little bit beforehand. Uh, but then the rest of us can experience it on February fourth. Game looks really cool. It does. I Let me see if I that. can get one of the night. Yeah, here's what night looks like on it. So they changed the color scheme with days and nights, and as the chapters go. Um, there's the the board I was mentioning how you can like this throw shit up anywhere using the the facts, but uh, that's your little station that you can use for for tracking shit. It's it's very good. It's very very good. Nice. All right. Next up on the fifth, the very next day is uh, a number of games. Well, two 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 kind of God, it's complicated. Uh, Neo. Neo Remastered, the complete edition. 
is coming to PlayStation 5. Also, Neo 2 Remastered, the complete edition, is coming to PS5. Did you like this, Johnny? uh, I played a little bit of Neo. You're the Resident Souls fan. Yeah, I I didn't dig too deeply into it. I know that it does a lot of cool stuff with stances, uh, with the different weapons, and I have not played a single minute of Neo 2. Uh, But I do know... I think it was well received by the people who played it. I think yeah. so. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a level-based Souls game, mm-hmm. which uh, some people found interesting. It actually got me to purchase the first Neo, and then I never played it. But um, but I feel like I would enjoy Neo more than I would enjoy a, a standard Dark Souls experience because of yeah. the way it's broken up like that. It still, definitely has that you know that difficulty spike to it, uh, but. I think combat-wise, it does some some unique and interesting things for sure. Yeah, and I think this is going to look really good on the PS5. I mean, obviously, the frame rate increase well, is going to help out. Yeah, I mean, hope so. But I mean, looking at some of the stuff they're showing here, it looks it looks pretty pretty slick. Yeah, but I mean, it specifically should look better because these remastered versions are both coming to PS5 on the same day. Neo Two. The complete edition, not remastered edition, is coming to PC and PS4. So basically everything that'll be in the complete edition, except for the fancy graphics, uh, will be on PC and PS4, uh, but the PS5 will get that that graphical upgrade. Nice. Anyway, moving on, let's let's go to February 11th, where a little game called Death Crown is coming out for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I agree. It looks really cool, and that's why I put this on this list. I, you know, I don't think a lot of people are going to be familiar with Death Crown. I certainly wasn't until I was looking up games for coming out this month, and uh, I just think it looks rad. It's a it's a fast paced RTS that has kind of an uh, MS Paint look to it, where it's mm-hmm. it's like all black white black and white uh, pixel based stuff that. It's really neat. It's like on a hex grid, and and it's kind of um, I'm trying to think of other games that kind of do this, but um, it's a game where you you like send out your own creeps to uh, to attack the enemy, and they can they can put out towers and things to block you. I think it has a really good look to it. Uh, I'm kind of interested in it. It's it's going to be a cheaper game. I can't remember how much it it cost on on. on any of these platforms. Do, do you know if it's but, coming uh, to PC? Yeah. I didn't see that, so it might already be on PC. Maybe okay. it's it's just getting ports to these other systems. But uh, I, you know, it's one that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. I, I think uh, I might I might pick that up. Yeah, for sure. It is on Steam. It's on Steam. Nice. Cool. How much is it? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It is ten dollars. Okay. Very cool. All right, let's move on to probably the biggest game coming out in in February, and that is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for the Nintendo Switch. What? I'm really excited about yeah. it. Another another classic Wii U game getting getting a remaster, making the Wii U all that more uh, pointless. <laughs> There's. Yeah less and less relevance to owning a Wii U anymore. And that's a good thing. People, like, the, I'm glad people are going to get to play really good games uh, that they missed out on the Wii U. <coughs> oh, cute. <coughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, you must not be feeling good there. my throat there. 
um, but uh, this is one that I actually missed. I'm I'm really excited because I never played this game on the Wii U, and uh, you know I love Super Mario 3D Land on the 3DS. So does Johnny. We did a whole podcast about it. People can listen Fantastic. to it on GamersOnTheGo.com. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I never played this one, and I'm I'm really looking forward to giving it a shot. I think this is going to be a ton of fun. Like, this would be one that we could all do streaming. I can have this going with us playing together. And I think this would be probably one of the first games that the three of us can actually bring over playing uh, together on, on Twitch. I don't know if I'm going to buy this game because I've really? already played it. <laughs> yeah. I played this shit. I know Bobby and I will just play it then. That's fine. It's uh, all right. We would have made you be a toad anyway. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I mean, uh, all right. I will probably buy this game. I just don't you know should. if I'll be buying it. It's a good Mario it game. The day it comes out. Fair. Fair. Well, thankfully, I believe Nintendo is selling this forever and not just until March. Yeah, like until all their March other March 31st. Games. Ugh. Fuck. I'll still be salty about that. All right, let's move on here to the 16th, and that is Fallen Legion Revenants. For God, what a terrible name. Terrible generic ass name. Uh, but it's coming for Nintendo Switch and PS4. And uh, and I like my notes here. My my notes here is that this looks like a discount thirteen sentinels, and mm-hmm. seems like it plays like a discount indivisible. And I use the word discount because you know it doesn't seem as good as either of those things, but I do like both of those things. So maybe yeah. I'll actually really like this game. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Like this definitely seems like some chase ass shit if I've ever seen it. It does seem like some chase ass shit. I will give you that. But... Bounce ahead here. See if I can get like a talking head. Oh, five months earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely There's, got, know, it's got that vibe to it. There's something about it. There's something about it. I could. It mm. almost the art style almost reminds me of Slay the Spire a little bit. I was thinking more of the uh, yeah maybe that Castlevania remake. Style that stylized game that came out of oh bloodstained sure yeah it's got more of that bloodstained vibe to it I think. yeah yeah I'd say uh, from like a from an aesthetic standpoint in well from like a setting standpoint I think it definitely gets into that bloodstained thing but yeah I mean it looks like the you have a party uh, of of characters and you can use different buttons to have those characters fight in kind of a, a relatively real time sense. Uh, and do like combo stuff with them. I don't know. It, it seems it seems really interesting to me. I it, it's one I'm gonna look for reviews of uh, before sure. I pull the trigger. But uh, it's one on that I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on because I yeah it's on Switch. Switch and PS4 says okay. yeah. Cool. Okay, let's move on to the 18th when we have Anodyne Two: Return to Dust coming for Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, X and S, I suppose. Um, this is a port of a 2019 PC game. Did anyone play the first Anodyne? No. no. It was kind of Zelda-style, like a top-down 2D. This one's not that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a 3D... Oh, oh, I don't think it's an open world exactly, but um, as you might be seeing right now, it it goes into like it, it's kind of this bigger world that you find things in and then play 
smaller games. This is like some Banjo Kazooie shit. Maybe, I, I, yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it goes into that first Anodyne gameplay. It's like Jumping Flash. I don't. This know is fucking about weird looking. Flash man. to be able to help you there. It does look weird. Um, the 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 writing is weird. Um, I never played that first game. I think I might own that first game on Switch, but uh, I've heard I've heard people say good things about this second game. I don't I don't know if this is necessarily for me, but I appreciate its weirdness a whole bunch. Sure. Uh, I can talk to this next one. Okay, I will let Bobby talk about Curse of the Dead Gods, which is coming out February 23rd for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Bobby, take it away. So, Chase, you had put in our notes, what if it was Hades but slow? And yeah. I remember... Uh, I, you. I almost wrote, what if it's what if Hades but bad? But I decided that's, you know, that's unfair. I'll just say slow. But I yeah, think bad. I, so it's not a bad game. Let me, let me preface that. And quite frankly, mm-hmm. I think that I was showing you this game. And you're like, hey, you should check out Hades. And this was back a, a while back. And I was like, oh, what's Hades? And you're like, oh, it's this really cool game from Supergiant coming out, yada, yada, yada. And I was like pretty, like, I, I remember telling you, hey, I don't really like these types of games, but this one's all right. And you're like, yeah. Hades is better. And so I fired up Hades. And you're absolutely right. Like the... <laughs> Hades was the absolute worst thing that could happen to this game. And they were around early access or at the same time. It's fine. It's got it's got some alright stuff that happens with curses and boons. Uh, there's some neat mechanics that play with it. Um, but I will say with authority, play Hades over this every single chance you can. Yeah, I mean the, the comparisons are are so f- are fair and yet unfair. <laughs> Like you, I'm watching some of this gameplay again and I'm seeing, uh, yeah, you're dashing over spike traps that look exactly like the spike traps in Hades. The, the combat, like the sword stuff looks pretty close to the sword stuff. And even when you get the damage that you get, I mean, it's, it's, Hades is for like, again, like I've said it every single time I can. For somebody who does not care for the run-based genre, the roguelike... I mean, I like the elements of rogues, but like the traditional, like, make it through this. Hades mm-hmm. is in a league of its own. I, all the all the hype around it getting Game of the Ward accolades and all that, it's it's all fair. It's, it's well-warranted. Supergiant is incredible at what they do. They've made a standout game, and like this game is definitely the Wish.com version of Hades. Like, it, it just is. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm not trying to be. Yeah. A, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm really not, and it's not fair because I'm sure that they were trying to do something. But it just feels so dated and mechanical in comparison to it, and it's it's just not fair. Yeah, not yeah, fair. It's at all. really not. So sorry, sorry, Curse of the Dead Gods. But if you've done everything there is to do in Hades and you're still looking for more, play Hades. Maybe just play Hades again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Hades has I, you know ha- I love it's Final got the cross save shit too, which is awesome. I mean, being able to go from PC to your Switch, like it's it's just it's a better all around pickup if you if you have the means to do it that yeah. way. I, I love Final Fantasy VII remake, but we might have gotten that one wrong. It, it might Hades might 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 have been game of the year. I thought it was going to be game of the year. I, I thought it was too. I thought, I thought it was, it was a lock. I didn't I, mean, I didn't realize how much we all loved. 
any yeah. any new people to <laughs> hanging out with us at the casual hour, uh, we tally up for game of the year and we basically rank our individual lists as a, a whole. Um, but it's, it I don't want out. us. I don't want us to say definitively. That is not how we do it. it that is that is data that we take into account. When we make our decision, it just so happens that we've always gone by that. I think that the reason that we edged out Hades with Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy VII Remake had far more to lose. And that bet that it could be what it was and that it still captivated somebody who... it still could. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about some of that. They haven't technically finished that game. (laughs) How do we feel about this next one? I'm so excited for this. Yeah, Yes. You know, instead of playing Curse of the Dead Gods on February 23rd, you could play Persona 5 Strikers instead. Or if you're cool and in Japan and have already been playing this for a year, uh, Persona 5 Scramble. Ah. I, I like Scramble, but I, I, thought, yeah. I like that name. Uh, it's coming for PC, Switch, and PS4. Uh, yeah, from, from what I've heard, from what I've seen, this is... I I know Bobby. Bobby's a huge Dynasty Warriors fan now. He after is. playing Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, I'm the resident warrior. And it, here on the show, and it feels like this game is in a similar mold of hewing really close to the franchise that it's musoing, uh, to to coin a phrase, I suppose. And uh, and I think that's really cool. Like it, it, there's there's going to be like a social, not exactly like a social link system, a hundred percent, but there will be that kind of concept. Some of that stuff. DNA. You will be talking to characters. You will, you'll absolutely be walking around and talking to people and going on dates and relationship kind of stuff. Uh, but also you're going to fight a lot of, uh, fight a lot of phantoms as the phantom thieves. And that's, uh, that's rad. I'm there I, for I it, man. That game is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all I, I think the one, the one disappointing part, and I can't even be that disappointed by it because I have not played Persona 5 Royal, is mm-hmm. that there will be no Royal content in here. Uh, there's no Got Kasumi. It. There's no uh, there's no uh, knowledge or uh, recognition of any of the, the Royal stuff because this game was developed before Royal was a thing. And like I said, Japan's had this game for a year, so they haven't added on any Royal stuff to this. But uh, none of us have played Royal, so it shouldn't bother us. Yeah, and but maybe this will make us play Royal yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I bought Royal. I better play it <laughs> at some point. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so because we'll probably all be buying Persona Five Strikers, that means we're probably not going to buy this other game that also comes out on the twenty third, and that is Rogue Heroes: Ruins of Tassos. Tassos. Tasers. Tasers. I don't know. Uh, PC and Switch. Uh, The reason I put this on here, it kind of, it looks like an online uh, Four Swords Adventures. Yeah. uh, You know, that that Zelda style stuff. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but instead of, instead of having everybody be Link and having all of Link's abilities, this game has classes and some procedural roguelike elements. So it it seems like it could be a fun game to get together and play sure. where, you know, different people have their different kinds of, of advantages and disadvantages to work together to solve puzzles. Hmm. That seems really neat to me. I, I think it's got a pretty cool art style. 
I, I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely got that Zelda vibe. The past. Yeah, for sure. Which, that's always going to pull on my heartstrings. Yeah, like this dungeon that people are seeing right now on, on the Twitch stream looks 100% like a like a Zelda dungeon. Like, just the mm-hmm. the pixel art on the walls. And it's like, that. did you did you just like, copy Zelda's homework yes. over there? Like, that's yikes. Uh, okay, a couple more games here. One on the 25th, and that is Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection coming for the Switch. This game kind of looks like shit. It looks <laughs> gotta, fucking awesome. Is this a whole new game? Or is this a remake? It's a, yeah, it's a remake, if you want to no, call it that. Brand new game. What I, oh, it's not. It's not a remake. Oh, I don't like how this looks. I thought no. it was a brand new game. Is this... What What, what looks worse? This or uh, 13 remake? This... Th- Mm. This looks like a game that my son would download on his iPad that has a pop-up <laughs> ad every five seconds. Oh my uh, I God. would say I would say this looks worse. The 13 remake uh, is bad because I know what it used to be. Right. Well, mm, that's not fair because also I know what this game used to look like too. But I think there's a bigger gap. Like it, the, This looks like a bad game. 13, if I didn't know what it looked like before, I would have said, yeah, it looks just generic or fine, sure. whatever. This looks actively bad to me in, yeah. in what they've done to the graphics here. I, I mean, On one hand, I appreciate Capcom saying, let's go back and revitalize old franchises. Sure. Um, I, I, I like classic games, but this does not look very good at all. And I'm already a person, I, you know, despite liking classic games, I never like Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts or any of those because they were always so fucking hard and they're meant to be hard. Uh, this is also like the same day really that really unfun way for me. Uh, the 25th is the same day that the Outriders demo comes out, which I'm super jazzed mm. for that since that got pushed back. It was supposed to be early February that got delayed till I think April. Um, but yeah, that that is something that I'm definitely more excited for than playing this garbage. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This one's kind of dead on arrival. And that's speaking it. of dead on arrival, the last game. Whoa, whoa! Wow! I Ouch! I had to do Shit. it. Speaking of speaking of demos uh, that are going to be out, uh, well, are out. Uh, Bravely Default Two. You can play the final demo right now. Which I've downloaded and haven't played. I wonder. Right. I wonder actually what's different in that demo the than, the, uh, than the original the franchise. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the third game, despite having a two behind it. God, I'm gonna. I'm sure they're gonna do something stupid with the name. I can't wait. Fuck, they're gonna do something I stupid with the name. Um. Yeah. I. You know, we've talked about. The, that first demo that came out and then I, we think it was a news story where we talked about what uh, or it wasn't a news story, it was a Nintendo Direct where they talked about the things that uh, the feedback they got from fans and what they're doing to fix it and uh, I'm sure some of that stuff is in the final demo that I haven't played yet but I love Bravely Default it is, I, I have enjoyed both Bravely, Bravely Default and Bravely Second a ton um, the, the demo to me for for two now their transition to the switch it's a it's a it is an art style that is definitely reminiscent of what they were going for on 3ds but sure. i don't love the transition here um 
and I think the the combat didn't feel as fun in the demo. Uh, the fir- again, the first demo. I still love this franchise. I still hope it's really good. I, I want this game to be good. This this game has the potential to be my game of the year. Uh, but I, I feel some real trepidation about it, and uh, and so my fingers are crossed. But I'm going to uh, wait for your your take on it because the demo didn't captivate me. Yeah. Um, I'm curious for sure. I'm curious, but uh, the, yeah. I, I just want to I want to know more. Damn it, I want to know more. Yeah, that's fair. That that first demo was, you know, they they say they tuned it to be harder than it than originally was uh, because. Uh, harder than what the game is going to finally be because uh, they they thought that, you know, being a shorter demo, they wanted people to spend more time with it, but it just, it did not feel good at all. Like, the the the, the amount of damage enemies did and the, the amount they took felt felt really bad. That balance just felt way off. So I hope, I hope a lot of things got fixed there. Anyway, we'll see. Okay, guys, it's time to talk about our picks for the month. We usually pick one to three games. To uh, to mention for for what we have here, Bobby, I'm going to let you go first here. What did you see uh, from this month that you would like to play? I'm already playing nuts, so I want to continue to play nuts and nuts about nuts. I'm nuts yeah. about nuts. Damn it! Uh, I want to keep keep that over. going, but nuts is definitely high up there. I'm going to see that out. I don't think that's a particularly long game, so I should be able to get through that pretty quick. Um, Super Mario 3D World, as I mentioned, I, I would really like to play that with one of not both of you at the same time on, on stream. I think that could be a ton of fun. Uh, and then P- P- uh, Persona 5 Strikers. I think that this is going to be really cool. Um, had I not played and, and loved Hyrule Warriors like I did, maybe be a different uh, take on it for me. But knowing that this seems to be following more Persona than everything else, that would be... That would be pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely checking that out for sure. And then uh, I, we cool. didn't talk about it at length because it's just a demo, not technically the release, but I am very excited for that Outriders demo. Uh, friend of the show, Hyberglass, and I are going to be playing that uh, quite a bit and uh, cannot wait. All right. Cool. Johnny, how about you? What are, what are you seeing that you're thinking uh, about? Persona 5 Strikers, I've been, I was worried for a while that game wasn't going to get translated, uh, and so I'm excited to check that out. Uh, Bravely Default 2, I've been intrigued by this series since the first one came out, I just have never actively engaged with them, uh, and you know that, that Destruction All-Stars game, it looks okay, I'll, I'll check that out, it's free, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see how it is. Um, yeah, I think um, that that's for, for being the second month, in, uh, there's some pretty big games coming out in February, I feel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ch- Chase, you got I a mean, list here. As for me, uh, I do. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got basically just the synthesis of your picks here. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, Brave the Default 2, Super Mario 3D World. But, but honestly, I think there's a lot in this month to like, um, I I didn't I didn't mention it in my picks, but I'm absolutely going to play nuts. Um, I I'm thinking about that fallen fallen legion revenants terrible name game. Uh, Death Crown I think looks really cool. Uh, I could see myself picking up a lot of games in February and really enjoying them. 
but uh, but the big games, the big games for February are the big games that I'm the most excited about, probably. It's awesome. Uh, I, I do want to shout you out again for doing such a great job of putting together uh, the list. I think the video stuff worked out pretty well. Um, having that play was a bit helpful. You always pull the the links for us, but being able to like watch them together, I think added a, a nice layer to it. So, if anything, Twitch yeah. has given us another another layer to how we can we can do this together, which is great. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah. So let's let's wrap this up here. Um, I did want to say thank you for everybody uh, for tuning in and being a part of it. Uh, the chat's been pretty active tonight, which we greatly appreciate. It's crazy to think yeah. that uh, for a week we've been hanging out on 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 stream and we've been doing some some more content. Uh, we've really merged a few things that I used to do outside of the show with the show with some of those quick looks, but also uh, found new ways to come together as a group and, and bring that to it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're we're getting everything worked out still. Like I know that a schedule is a difficult thing for the three of us to keep with with lives outside of all this. But we're going to do our damnedest to, to stick to Wednesday nights uh, with a live recording recording of the show. And then I'm going to try and stream Monday and Friday nights. Um, usually a, a game of my choosing, but I'm open to suggestions. we got a Twitter poll going right now for, uh, I think Chase has asked me to play Super Robot, Super Robot Wars. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I well, I don't know if I said it, but I definitely saw that somebody out there, some brave soul uh, voted for Super Robot Wars, despite it not being in the poll which i you know that's that's dedication to a great franchise really yeah fair fair um but uh we are going to be back uh next week again to with a live recording um we will be posting our podcasts on all major platforms on fridays uh i did just throw up uh the links here in chat for anybody who's on there you can find all of our, our twitters uh, if you want to follow us on any of the social platforms or the casual hour across the board, um, Chase, you do a phenomenal job. Uh, and I, I know that we talk about this every week, but we got some new audiences here uh, with with uh, your Gamer on the Go podcast. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we mentioned it earlier in the show. Um, Johnny's been on that. Uh, you've been on that as well on different episodes. But uh, yeah, GamersOnTheGo.com. Talk, uh, me and a guest, each, uh, each episode we'll talk about a handheld game or franchise and uh we'll just talk about where it came from where where it went uh and have a good time it's uh it's a fun podcast it comes out at odd times uh i don't have one scheduled currently but i'm always looking for potential games or uh, or even hardware we know that there's a uh, the play date and the analog pocket are both coming out this year at some point so uh, those will definitely be covered talk about packs uh when when that happens maybe maybe not going to talk about packs this year who knows we'll see um but yeah you can find all that at gamersonthego.com awesome um and i know that i'll try and get the social links that we have for all of us but i'll try and get one created um for you for gamers on the go that way we can link to that as well because you just you do a really nice job with that johnny something i always ask you on the show um, you do have a son. I think that he was trying to come in and make a cameo a little bit ago. I need to go tuck him into bed. Yes. Uh, his uh, name is Jude. What have you been doing with Jude? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's still obsessed with Among Us and Minecraft. Uh, he's an eight-year-old who loves that dollars worth of mine coins. Eight-year-olds do. Eight-year-olds. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he loves video games as much as I do. 
uh, which is a blessing and a curse. And uh, he is he's waiting for me to go make his bed so I can tuck him in. So you're a good dad, but a terrible friend. Take it home. Uh, but yeah, that's been that's been our show. Uh, we'll start adding some credits to it here. Really appreciate the community hanging out with us. Uh, subscribe where you can. Tell somebody about us. Uh, we'll be back live on Friday night with a mystery game. I don't know what we're going to be streaming.